What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. Glad to have you with us on a dreary Thursday, uh, I guess afternoon now in Missouri. God, this sucks. <laughs> this is bad. We I'm both freezing. got our on. Uh, got the furnace going. It's uh, it's winter in southwest missouri that's for sure we we have not turned on the heater just yet we're still trying to hold out but uh told told heather i said turn on the light it's dark in here i was like in the dark a minute ago it's still not very bright and i don't Mm -hmm. know if i can't see outside but it is raining and nasty so uh it's a good day to cuddle up and watch the dude's who bet sports show right well i don't know about the cuddling up part but it's a good day (laughs) good day to to watch and you know Saturday, I looked at the forecast down in uh, Norman, and it's 70, I think, for Saturday afternoon, which is great. And, you know, I got to think, it, Aaron, of all the games we've been to, and we've been to a bunch, very seldom have we, we ever been just frozen, you know, really cold. It seems like they're always pretty nice weather. Especially in Norman. I can only think yeah. of a couple where it's been real cold and a couple where it's been really rainy. Other than that, not yeah. so bad. Uh, Big 12 championship games when they used to be played in Kansas City. Oh, those were brutal. (laughs) Those were a different story than what you're talking about here. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, we've had some luck. It doesn't get cold down in Norman uh, until the very end of that season. Yeah, I remember one time we went. It's been, I don't know, four or five years ago. They played Oklahoma State, maybe a little longer. And it rained. Remember that day? Oh, yeah. We got pretty wet that day. But, uh, Heather and I went to a game against Kansas of all teams and they had to delay the game. It was storming so bad and it rained the entire game. That was the worst one I've ever been to. Uh, in yeah. Norman. Other than that, you're right. Not too bad. No. Um, and like I said, we were getting lucky. Weather's going to be perfect. A, a Saturday afternoon game. That's a rarity in Norman. Mm-hmm. Usually we're at 11 in the morning or seven at night. So uh, we'll get to all college action uh, first, uh, and I didn't even change my name. It was Kansas. I forgot to change it. <laughs> I'm in a tizzy today because Breeders' Cup pre-entries were out yesterday, so the work has begun on that. But this will be a nice little distraction for me. Let's get into the NFL. We're going to start with the NFL first today, uh, and then we'll get to the college football ranks. I started with the NFL for this reason right here. The biggest game of the week is going to take place tonight. Uh, as the Green Bay Packers travel to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Cardinals still the only undefeated team left at 7-0. Packers are 6-1. They've won six in a row after a loss uh, to open the season that everybody was panicked on. Uh, New Orleans just killed them. But since then, six wins in a row for the Packers. Unfortunately, if you're a Packer fan or supporter, uh, boy, COVID problems, uh, big thing. Devontae Adams doesn't look like he's going to play. That's why this line is at six and a half. I'll kick it to you. Arizona six and a half point favorite. Uh, given what we know, is that about right? You think? Well, I don't know. I really don't. Um, I was the same way. Yeah. Uh, they got another receiver out too. Yep. Uh, Lazard. So they got two weapons um, that are out. So it really makes picking this game difficult. 
Um, I kind of looked at some things about the Packers, and I started looking at their schedule that they played. You know, other than uh, the Bengals, they've played nobody. You know, they won six in a row. Here's their teams. They beat Detroit. They haven't won a game. Right. San Francisco, who's struggling, and they beat them late. Uh, Pittsburgh, which is always a good win, but but they're not as good as usual. They don't have a winning record. Mm-hmm. They beat Cincinnati, but some would argue they should have lost that game. Yep. Uh, the Bears and the Redskins. So they they they've won the games they should, and that's what good teams do. The Cardinals, meanwhile, have played better people. They really have. They've played some pretty good teams. The Cardinals have. Now, here's what it came down to to me. Okay. The Cardinals organization is not used to being 7-0. and They're really not. Green Bay plays these games all the time. You know, the Packers are kind of like the Cowboys. They're kind of like Tampa. They're kind of like uh, New England. Yeah, good teams, you know. And so they're everywhere they go – you know they're going to get the other team's best shot. This doesn't. This is this is nothing to them. Yeah. The law of averages, if you believe in that, and I kind of do. Is it time for the Cardinals to lose? I think all of us are sitting around waiting for the Cardinals to lose, and maybe they might be too. I'm just kind of thinking that. And I have no reason to think that because they've played great. They've answered every test. I think the line's too high. I don't like that line very much. Six and a half. I just don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I was, I'm going to take Green Bay plus the points. I just think Aaron Rodgers finds a way to keep that game close. I think the Cardinals might win. I don't I don't know the line. I, I'm a little afraid of it. I think the question is, are you gonna bet the uniform in this game? Or are you gonna bet the stats and the information presented right. in front of you? And, and right. sometimes the uniform is the right answer, and sometimes the other way is the right answer. You hit on everything I was gonna say. So I don't <laughs> need to I really you did. I mean, you talked about how you know is Arizona sitting there thinking, gosh, we're gonna lose eventually, and now here come the Packers, it's a big game, big stage, we're gonna lose. You know, I'm going to be different. If Dennis chimes in, he took the Packers in this game. I'm going to be different. I'm going to take Arizona minus the six and a half. I, I, I just believe we can sit here and we can say, and hello to you, Jason, we could say, hey, Arizona, man, it's a first big test and this and that. It's really not their first. Oh, no, it's test. not. You know, a lot of people were against them when they went to Cleveland. Everybody seemed to be against them when they went to, the, uh, to L.A. to take on the Rams. I'm going to take the Cardinals minus six and a half. I think they get it done. So I'm going to be a little different from, from everybody so far here. And I'm going, to, I'm going to take the Cardinals. And listen, I'm usually very pessimistic <laughs> for my teams. Yeah. I think they're going to get it done tonight. So I'm going to take Arizona yeah. minus the six and a half. I think it's going to be a great game. I think it totally makes sense to take them. I, I'm, I just... going to, I'm going to go with the analytics and, and the injury yeah. report over the uniform. Uh, and I think, I think that's where it's at. Well, I, I, I think you're absolutely uh, justified in taking them. Yeah. I'm rooting for them. I'll tell you that. I, I'm kind of looking forward to this tonight. I mean, we've had some terrible Thursday night games, but this yeah. should be a good one. I kind of wish Green Bay was healthy because it would really be 
that's that's yeah. just it. I was kind of struggling who to take, but the injuries pointed yeah. me towards uh, Green Bay. They've been a big factor. Well, They've been a big factor in these games we've picked the last couple of weeks. All right. Let's, one other, one other thing, Aaron. That line opened at like three and a half. Yes. Yeah. And the injuries have caused it to go up. Hey, yeah. Isaac. Good to see you. Yeah, Isaac chimes in here with a comment. He thinks it's going to be an interesting game tonight, and we'll see. Right. Uh, I, I think it will be too, Isaac. I think we're going to have a lot of fun watching this one. And uh, listen, this is another game where the Cardinals win it. They're halfway home. So, oh, man. Uh, and then Jason's going to lean with me because these Patrick Packers injuries are going to be uh, tough, to, tough to overcome. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I will see. Yeah, Chris It'll be a says, fun game to watch. Chris says, have to pick Green Bay. Aaron always likes a challenge. That's right. You know I do. So glad that you're uh, listening today, Chris. Yeah, good to see you. And, uh, yeah, we'll move on. So uh, we'll go to the Panthers and the Falcons. You got any comments or, or thoughts on this one? The Atlanta's a three-point favorite uh, in this game. They kind of seem to be trending upward, uh, and the Panthers obviously downward. Any, any yeah. thoughts, comments, or should we just go on? I never even looked at it. I see the lines three. I'd take the Falcons. I think you can find better games to bet. And that's yeah, all I'll say about so. that one. Uh, Dolphins and Buffalo. Buffalo, 14-point oh. favorite. Another huge spread. I mean, is there anything to kind of cover here? No, not really, unless you think the spread's too much. But yeah. I, <laughs> I don't see how that's even a game. But, you know. uh, yeah, it, another one. You can find better ones. I. Uh, what about this one? This is, to me, for, for a betting standpoint, this is really interesting. San Francisco, they look terrible. Mm -hmm. Chicago. They look terrible. Uh, San Francisco's a four-point favorite on the road against Chicago. I don't know about this one either. That San Francisco team I saw the other night should not be a four-point favorite, I don't think. No. But the Bears were awful, too. So this is a game between two not very good teams. I, th You know, I think the – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bury the 49ers already. I think they're done. I really do. They're so far behind in the division. Yeah. Um, I don't even see them getting wild. They're going to have to really go on a roll to get a uh, chance for a wild card. Yeah. Bears are three and four. They could get to four and four. To, you know, they still got Detroit a couple times. Yeah. I think they got more to play for. I would take the Bears in this one. I'm with you. I'm I'm with Dennis. I wrote down Bears and no bet. And I'm kind of with you. I don't want to sit there and have to count on the bears but right. if you made me bet this game oh yeah i would take points you know if, if san francisco was a four-point underdog i would take them I, you know yeah i would just take the team that's getting the points so, so uh hmm. you know and all these games that i've kind of bypassed i don't have a, a team total bet either and that's kind of been my bread and butter the last couple of weeks i just none of them really appealed to me this one here is a huge game uh, there's no mm -hmm. question about it the steelers uh, go to Cleveland. Cleveland is a three and a half point favorite. Uh, Steelers are three and three. Cleveland's four and three. We kind of talked about it on uh, Monday night's show that boy, the winner here looking good, the loser not so much. Gosh, this is one I went Pittsburgh over 20 and a half points. But mm -hmm. as far as the line, like what do you think here, Cleveland or or uh, Pittsburgh? Well, you know, if you if you guys have read my betting or my articles. Now we kind of starting to, we've changed a little bit. Dennis is partially responsible for yep. this and we're, we're doing different betting angles. And the three we're looking at are over under and then total team points for one or the other. Yep. And then the spread. And I don't like any of them. I, I really don't. I, I like yours. What you picked probably the best. Yeah. 
but I just don't. And and the, the problem with this game is we don't know how many of the Browns injured players are going to play yep. for sure. Mayfield says he's going to play, but I, I they haven't solidified that yet. Uh, Chubb is practicing some, so big factor uh, if he plays. And Landry got nicked up there towards the end of the game, yeah, uh, whatever night that was. But he seems to be practicing now. If all three of those play, and they're now here's the key though: they may all play, but are they healthy? Yeah. Well, Chubb yeah. is out. I don't, he's not. Oh, he's play, out now. He definitely he is out. participating in practice on a limited basis again, which is a good sign. But he is going to be out for this okay. game. Um. Yeah, I just. Well, here's the thing too: we saw Mayfield play with the injury, and he was not the same. Mm-hmm. So, you just can't think that's going to heal that fast. I don't. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I took. Uh, I'm trying to think what I took. I I don't know why, but I think Cleveland might win. But I took Pittsburgh and the points because Cleveland's three and a half. I think if they win, it's 21-20, something 23-21 or something. I don't think they win by four. Yeah, I don't either. If I had to pick a side, I would go Pittsburgh plus the three and a half. Uh, It's another game or tradition, and it's kind of a a, – Oh, that's another thing I looked up, Aaron. Since 2000, Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh is 36-6-1 against the Browns. Yep. I think two of those those were last year, I think. The Browns have beat them two times in a row. They beat them last game of the season, and then they beat beat them in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, And so it's kind of a revenge game for Pittsburgh as well. Dennis likes the under. He thinks both teams can kind of run the ball, control the clock. So he took the under. And Isaac likes the Steelers uh, to win this. And, yeah, another interesting game here uh, between these two teams, uh, Steelers and the Browns. It should be close. I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus the three-and-a-half. Uh, but the main bet's going to be the team total over 20 and a half for mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. I think they hit the over there. All right, let's move on. Uh, and, and we're going to cover this one, even though it's not sure. the sexiest of games. Philadelphia Eagles go on the road to take on the Detroit Lions this weekend. Uh, the Eagles are a three and a half point favorite. I am all over the Lions plus three and a half. I think Me the too. Lions get win number one. And if they don't, I do think they cover this spread. What do you think? I'm, I am too. You know, sometimes when you see these bad teams, they play up to their competition, you know, or mm-hmm. down to their competition. You know, the, the Lions have played really well against pretty good teams. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a team that's struggling. They're capable of winning this. They got to be ready, don't you think? Mm-hmm. As ready as an 0-7 team can get. I'm going Lions, too. I think they're going to win this one. I think they're laying for them. They have to be because here's the deal. If they, I know you laugh, it's like they're zero and seven. Come on, yeah. But you look at how hard they've played in the last few games. Really, every game they've played yeah. hard. I shouldn't say the last few. Now they get a team that they can actually beat and match up with. Yep. I think the Lions get this win. I don't think it's much of a problem. I I, I really believe uh, they'll win this game easily because you you've got another team. You've got the team in Philadelphia coming in who's given up on the season i mean oh, i think so no effort last week and so yeah i'm i'm gonna go uh with the lions here and <laughs> we'll see what happens uh lions get their first win jason says yay magic that's yep. right uh joey guire says the lions suck and deandre <laughs> swift is their only player you're not wrong no but the eagles also <laughs> suck so Do you know i was listening to something uh talk radio uh yesterday 
Jared Goff's in the top five, I believe, in quarterback. Uh, like rating or passing numbers or what? Number number of yards. Number of yards, no passing yards. Yeah. So That's they got right. more than they got more than one player. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I, I I agree. I think. Yeah. I I definitely think uh, Jared Goff. I mean, he's not what they lost. I mean, I think I'd rather have Matt Stafford, but he's not a terrible NFL quarterback. This is an interesting, you know, did they play up, basically, Dennis says last week, and now they might be down, you know, after playing really well against the Rams. That's, that's possible. That's possible, no doubt. That is very possible. And, uh, yeah, as, as Isaac says, the Lions play hard, and, and I think they will. They've got a pretty good shot. That is the key. That's yep. the key. They, you got to play hard. Uh, all right. We'll move on here. The Titans and the Colts, uh, big game, really big game. Mm -hmm. Colts are playing a hell of a lot better right now, so much so that they're a one-and-a-half-point favorite against the Titans, who are also playing really well. Mm -hmm. uh, you have that bad loss in New York, but uh, if, you, if you take that out of the equation, Titans look damn good. They've looked mm -hmm. really good the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, my bet here is the Titans over 23-and-a-half total points. Uh, but here we are, another one. What do you think? Titans, Indianapolis, who are you taking? This is a huge game, and I should have wrote an article on this. I should have after I finished last night. I was going to this morning. It was too cold. I just didn't want to do it. Um, Indy has to win this game, and if they do, they're kind of back in the hunt in the division. They'll only be a game behind, mm -hmm. and they've still got wild card hopes too, and they have played a very difficult schedule. So, they could win this. It's a point and a half right now. Uh, I like Tennessee. The other thing to look at, though, this is the third straight tough game for the Titans. They had the Bills and then the Chiefs, both games at home, both games they really needed to win, and they did. Will they have a little bit of letdown going into Indianapolis? Uh, I don't like the line. I'm, I'm going to stay away from that. I would take the Titans on the point spread. Uh, the, the line I like, uh, Indianapolis is 26 and a half points to score. I would go under on that. I think it's going to be hard for them to score 26 and a half. I'm, I'm kind of with you. Yeah. Uh, on that one, I, I was, I was really surprised 26 and a half, but I don't know why, because they're the favorite and, and Tennessee's is only 23 and a half. So yeah. I would, uh, it would be the other way around myself. But. Yeah. And so if I'm sitting here logically saying, I think Titans are going to get over 23 and a half and I think the Colts are going under 26 and a half. Well, pretty logical who I'm going to take. If it's a point spread situation, yeah. I'm taking the Titans plus yeah. the one and a half. Jason, you could be right. That's the biggest worry for me. Are they just me too. too high? Here uh, and then Joey says the Colts should be four and three, but they choke versus the Ravens. Yeah, I mean the, the Colts have been in in a lot of games. Uh, Joey said uh, one meet us. He said no. I'm getting to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. All that. right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dennis took the tits. Don't we all, Dennis? Uh, Dennis took the tits. Morning line <laughs> or art morning line. Jeez, I've been Dennis. I tell you, line. the uh, more I get to know, the more I get to know Dennis, uh, the more I like him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he speaks our language. There's no question yes. about that. So, <laughs> yeah, Dan says the Colts win. Dan's a very good NFL uh, better, so better look out for the for the Colts. If he's saying that, I officially am worried. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll take a little a, a small break, and then before we get back to the NFL here, we will get to college here in a second. Uh, Why do you want to just wait until we get to college on that? Okay, I'm going to put a pin in that, Joey. Yeah. Uh, make sure just we'll we be, won't forget it. About 10 minutes, we'll get to the college, uh, and I will scroll back up to that. All right, uh, let's move on. This is uh, a, a game that, 
you probably would have thought would have been a dog, but the Bengals are pretty good. So the Bengals go to New York to take on the Jets. They're a 10 and a half point favorite in this game. Jets are, they're just bad. Um, I don't know. What do you think here? This, this is, well, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Are they going to have a letdown? Yeah. I mean, that was just a huge win for them in Baltimore last week. And these NFL teams, they don't stay focused as well as you would think they would. You know, one one little many 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 years ago, I was coaching uh, basketball at a school that only played basketball, and uh-huh. I was with uh, the girls' coach down there. Great coach, uh, had never played football. He he was from this little town, and, and but anyway, he knew a lot about it. And he made a comment one time that stuck with me a lot. Mm-hmm. He said, "I don't understand." how football teams can ever be flat. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, they only play one game a week. It's almost always on the same day. They have the same practice routine day after day, week after week. And you know what? He's right. Mm -hmm. Basketball, you play Tuesdays, you play Thursdays, you play Fridays, you play Saturdays, you may play back to back. You don't have time to prepare for teams. Football, you do the same damn thing every week. How can teams be totally flat? How can you not get them ready? Well, it's called human nature. Yeah. That's part of it. So it's really interesting how these teams can't stay at that high level. So that would be the only reason to pick us. Here's my theory on why it, football is such a, an emotionally driven sport, such a physical sport mm-hmm. that even if you're, even if you're like just a smidge flat, it looks worse it does. than what it is. Like think of a basketball team. They come out a little bit flat. They get behind and maybe, you know, 10 to two, mm-hmm. you know, 12 to four or something like that. It's easier to kind of turn that switch in basketball, make a couple shots and you're right back into it. And you're kind yeah. of into it with football. It's, it's just tougher to turn that tide when you yeah. come out flat, I think. Um, but he, he was just going by the one game a week, and he just couldn't figure out. Well, why. he makes a good point. Yeah, you got was, ten or eleven, you know, games a year yeah. to come out and play hard. You think you could do that, but yeah. they can't. And and Dennis has got uh, he's got the Jets plus ten. Well, here's my problem. I, I don't I don't hate the bet, but my problem with you know, okay, I'm gonna take the Jets. Mm-hmm. Then you're stuck for three hours watching the Jets, for, for the Jets. <laughs> having to count on the Jets. Good, good point. Good point. <laughs> it's a skip for me. That's yeah. uh, but Dennis has this angle. He says season defining win, and Bengals can come out flat. He but Dennis does this every week, and he's successful almost every he week. He is yep. when a team wins a huge game that next week, Dennis is always against them, mm-hmm. and he almost always cashes. So I'm sorry, Dennis, that it's 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 your pattern, but you, now you have to root for the Jets. So. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens. And Jason says, no, don't watch it. You just bet it. <laughs> look at your score. Uh, all these double-digit favorites has covered covered this year. Can't sustain that. Hold my nose and take the Jets, oh. Jason says. So, all right. All right. So we'll see what happens with that one. I, I'm not going. No, I, I have a Cincinnati Bengals over 27 and a half points. That's what yeah. I'm doing. So I, I'm not expecting much of a letdown. If from they Cincinnati. get that, they're going to win by more than 10, I think. Uh, well, yeah, so maybe maybe everybody's against my bet there on that. Um, 
the Rams go to the Texans. I mean, there's nothing to talk about here. The no, Rams should absolutely dominate, right? Well, yeah, but again, same angle. So here's a dip. Well, there's really the no Texans difference. are so bad. I, I, you know. Yeah, I think the Jets, even though they're bad, the, the Texans are a level of bad that I don't think we can yeah. comprehend. Like, yeah. they're super bad. Well, uh, they're, I want Rams over 30 and a half points here. Yeah, you know, the Texans are just, they're they're just torn apart by this quarterback yeah. situation, you know, through the whole year. And Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would be – I'd feel pretty confident about the Rams. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and I refuse to play the Jets, uh, Russ says, and I also refuse to play the Texans. So I, I'll I'll just play team totals and skip the lines on any of those games. I think this one's interesting. The Patriots uh, got a big win last week. They're playing pretty well, even yeah. though they're three and four. Boy, they had some games you know they want to have back. They almost yeah. won them. But they have a tough challenge. The Chargers coming off a bye and coming off uh, a game where they just got smoked. Uh, they, they, they're at home. They're a five point favorite. What do you think of this one? This is another tough one. Um, New England, you're right. Take it easily. Be five and two. They gave away a couple of games. We don't know what the chart, you know, how we are with the chargers. You and I, we, yeah. we, I like them. I think Herbert's great. I just can't depend on them. Five points. Mm-hmm. They, should, they, should, they should cover that. They should, but I don't know. I'd hate to bet against the Patriots in five. That's, yeah, that yeah. I, I just I went back and forth about this. I think the Chargers will cover. Uh, my main thing is I think the Patriots go over 20 and a half in this game. That was my main bet. I was a little scared to bet a line here, but I do think the Patriots go over 20 and a half. I, these Charger games have been high scoring, and the Chargers really can't stop the run. And I nope. think the Patriots will run the ball well enough to get over that. What do you think of that one? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think, you know, 28, 24, something like that, probably, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, and, and Dennis took the over. He thinks it's it's going to be a lot of points, and I agree with that as well. Uh, this is one angle. Tyrod is going to play for the Texans. That could make a big difference. Yeah, and Dan sucks. is Dan's he right. He's, he no, sucks. you don't think he no. sucks. <laughs> well, Dan says, "Hey, the, the the Texans were playing well week one, and he was playing well in uh, yeah. you know in uh, Cleveland before injury. So maybe that makes maybe. a little bit of difference. If you hear my dog is dreaming in the background." <laughs> So if you hear a dog barking, it's my dog in her sleep. Uh, Chargers have fixed their run D uh, on the bye week. I don't – or better, I, sh- I should say, better have fixed the run D on the bye week. Yeah, they're they're pathetic against the run. So we'll see what happens. All right, uh, this is a, the marquee game of the week, right? Well, Jacksonville, back from their bye, they go to take on Seattle. Seattle's a three-point favorite. I'm not going to bet this game. I wrote no. down skip. I'll no, take no. the Jags plus three in this game, though. That's who you're taking? Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Jags plus three. Listen, I don't know why, but I, I've had bets involved with Seattle, uh, not Seattle, uh, Jacksonville almost every week. I've watched Jacksonville every week. I'm telling you, they're getting better. The last three or four weeks they've played well, I'll even say. They've made some stupid coaching decisions, or they could have won another game, and I would mm-hmm. even argue another one. I think they go in and beat Seattle this week. There you go. Why do you that's, think that's, that's a stupid that's thing? I can tell. No, I don't. I Seattle's done. They're done. We can put them 
put a fork in them, they're yeah. done. So what kind of motivation are they going to have? I don't know. So, yeah, I see your logic. The only thing that scares me about the Jacksonville is I don't know if they like Urban Meyer or not. You know, the media oh, really the, the media, media hates him. Yeah, they hate him. We don't know what the players think. Right. I don't so think he's ever had a player problem where he's coached before when he had good players. Do you? No, he never had a player problem. No. Um that's the only question mark with the Jags because it's a long trip to Seattle. Will they show up ready? But if they do, I'm telling you, you guys might think I'm crazy. I've watched a lot of them for some dumb reason. They're is, not awful. It? They really aren't. No, they're not. And their quarterback is going to get better every time he takes the field. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah, Urban, Urban said everyone gets a lap dance if they win. That could be motivation. And I bet they're getting those anyway, Jason. <laughs> That's definitely true. Uh, Dennis says the cons are more more focused on AEW. Could be. That could be. But they do not play the game or coach the game. So I don't think that matters. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's move on to this other beautiful game here. The Washington football team goes to Denver to take on the Broncos. Broncos are a three-point favorite. I wrote skip real big and letters on this one. Yeah, I don't. These games like this, I don't even look at. Three-point favorite. They are awful. Yeah. Denver is. Yeah. Washington is too. Yeah. So why would you no? Let's go on to the next one. Yeah, I don't think you need to play this one. This is a good one, though. Tampa Bay, six and one. They go on the road this week to take on New Orleans, four and two. New Orleans gave them a lot of trouble in the regular season last year. Of course, that was last year. Tampa Bay, a five and a half point favorite. Who do you like here? Well, I like Tampa. I don't know about the five and a half. It's coming down. It's been higher than that. So it's getting a little better. Yeah. The Saints are going to play good in uh, New Orleans. This is a tremendously big game. Look at these records here. Mm-hmm. You got Tampa six and one, Saints four and two. They're in the same division. Uh, New Orleans win, and suddenly we've got a, a race in the NFC uh, South. You got a great offense going up against a pretty good defense. But, again, I kind of looked at some of the teams the Saints have played, and offensively they've not been very good. The Saints, these teams that the Saints have played, have not, yeah. they're not very good. I'm, I, I, I like Tampa a lot. I think they're going to be ready to play. Um, let me see what I wrote down here on this one. Um, I think Tampa gets over 27 and a half. That's what I like. And I, I'm going to go ahead and just bet. I'm going to bet the point spread and I'm going to take Tampa in the point. I, I think they're going to cover. You're going Tampa and you're going over. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the Saints to go over 22 and a half. And I'm going to take Tampa in the point. So I think it's going to be something like 38 to 28, some, some kind of score like that. I, I just think Tampa, you know, when they lost to New Orleans last year, they weren't quite the Tampa that won the Super Bowl. They got better and better, and they haven't looked back since. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to go with uh, Tampa uh, minus five and a half. But I do think uh, New Orleans goes over that 22 and a half point total. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Lay it with Brady. Jameis will fold trying to do too much late. That's possible. I I like that, Russ. Yep, yep. Not uh, a famous fan. Dennis, no, I'm not either. Dennis says, uh, division rivalry, I think this is a one-possession game. I didn't play at all, but I think New Orleans can cover. Brady scores late to win. Um, that 
Could be. Could be. I think it, I think it will be close. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, all right. Cowboys go on the road this week after a bye. They're a one-and-a-half-point favorite this weekend at Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Vikings playing much better. Uh, this is a Sunday night game. I think it deserves to be. This is a hell of a game. Uh, what do you think here? Huge game again, not for D- Dallas. Yeah. Dallas already has the division one, in my opinion. You know, they'll have to just totally collapse. Mm-hmm. One and a half favorite. Okay. I'm I'm a huge Dallas fan right now. I am I love to watch them play. I think their offense is as good as I've seen in, in a while. Yep. The receivers, uh, Prescott's playing great. They run the ball. They're, they're hard to stop. So, uh, thing I like in this one that I would bet Minnesota's 26 and a half. I would bet that under. I'd bet Minnesota under, and I think Dallas is going to win. So, I'll take Dallas and the one and a half, too. It's like Russ is ready for a little Vikings game, and Jason says, God, I hope the Vikings win. I think you guys are going to be happy Sunday night. I think the Vikings win this thing. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. I think it's going to be back and forth. I'll take the Vikings to win this one. I think Dallas is kind of due for a loss, but more than anything, I just think Minnesota is playing much better football as the weeks go on. Um, I'm not going to be shocked if, if the Cowboys win, but uh, you know, I, I'm going to go uh, Minnesota in the money line. I, I'm not even going to mess with the points. I think they win this thing outright. By the way, this opened as a three-point spread, now down to one and a half. So uh, people seem to be betting uh, Minnesota there early. And so now that mm-hmm. line has been adjusted. So we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. But I, I'm going to take Minnesota straight up in this one. All right, Isaac, he's been to asking about his team, the Kansas right. City Chiefs. We're here. Um, and so we'll are we going to cover this is. now or are we going to get into it a lot more on Monday? Well, we're going to cover it now. Then we'll cover it on Monday okay. as well, just in All case right. anybody uh, misses the uh, show on Monday. The Chiefs are a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. They host the awful uh, New York Giants this week. Like I said, Chiefs nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Isaac says, what do you think of this Chiefs defense? Can they get back into it? What do you think of the Chiefs overall here? Can they can they get a win here? I'm Surely they're going to win this game, right? Well, if they don't win this one, Isaac, then you can put away the season. <laughs> They've Okay, has there ever been a more must game than this one? No. They have to win this game. They have to. Um, if they can't, if they can't beat them by the point spread, you know there's some problems. Um, their defense will not. No, I don't think their defense is going to get any better. And I think they'll have to score probably in the 30s to win, as poor as their defense is. They got to win this game. They have to. So uh, I would. I think I would go ahead and take the spread there in the Chiefs, but I wouldn't bet much on it because they, they hardly ever cover. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think they will cover. Logic says they will, but, but they, they look really, really bad. They do hardly ever cover. Uh, and Isaac says, hey, they have to win, and, and you're right. Now, well, go ahead. because I think, listen, they're going to win this game. Right, but let's get to this. The Chiefs are plus one seventy five to miss the playoffs, and then Isaac asked a little bit earlier, "Will the Chiefs make the playoffs?" Let's assume they win. They're sitting at four and four. Are the Chiefs going to make the playoffs? I think the chances, wild card wise, are starting to dwindle 
a little bit on them. So that means we got to look and see, are they going to win the division? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, do you have any doubt that they still, if they get some things ironed out, they're still the best team in the division, aren't they? Aren't they? I mean, are you Gosh. that sold on the Raiders? No, I'm not sold on the Raiders. I would be worried about the Chargers. Well, here's yeah, the Chargers have a game on them because they beat them head to head. But Kansas and City, the next game is in Los Angeles. In, they beat them on the road. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. And I started to say the next game's in San Diego. Yeah. You know, you and I can't get past that. I mean, that's the San Diego Chargers to me, and yeah. it will be. Yeah. Um, I never could get used to saying the Los Angeles Raiders. Right. I'm doing a little bit better with them being in Las Vegas. Um. Yeah, but if they can get it rolling, I just think the Chargers will end up losing six games. I'm going to throw out there, mm-hmm. maybe seven. Same with the Raiders. Chiefs still got to play the Raiders twice, so they can take care of the. Raiders. You know, they beat them. If they win this game, and they they're back in it as far with the Raiders goes, because they can beat them twice. So I I think the wild card is questionable. You know, because there may be a team come through there that's better than them, wild card yeah. wise. A couple of teams. Uh, I think they're going to have to win the division. I really do to make the playoffs, but I think they can still do it. This is interesting. So Magic said he'd take the one plus one seventy five. Super Bowl losing teams have that's horrible true. track record of returning the next year. It's that so true. true. It is true. And sometimes there's a reason for that, like they have injuries or maybe they lost some guys. There's no reason the Chiefs no. should be struggling, but here we are. It's yeah. it's holding up again. Even if the Chiefs kind of round back into form and get to the playoffs, they still aren't anywhere near what they were last year. Oh, so no. it's an amazing trend that continues to hold true. Unbelievable, right? Well, it's the turnovers. They've got yep. to quit turning the ball over. Yep. You're minus 10 in turnover margin. You're not going to win. And – Unless you got a, a Superman and they've got one, but he's not super. He's Clark Kent. You know, he's not Superman right now. I was going to say he's Ant-Man right now. Or yeah, something. he's you just know, he's one just, of the dumb, dumb Avengers. <laughs> he's just average right yeah. now. And he can't play average and then win. He can't. No, he can't. He's got to play great. And we'll talk about another quarterback. He's got to play great uh, when we get into college. But Mahomes the same. He's going to play great or they're going to get beat. Right. Um, that's just all there is to it. Their defense yeah. is not going to come around when, you know, we've seen too much of it. All right, let's move on to college football. We'll, we'll right. get on to this now. We'll go through the top 25 games this week and much better week as far as, uh, you know, um, what's the word? Intriguing matchups, big time matchups, even though last week provided us some fun games. Oh, uh, this yeah. week we'll kick it off. I can't believe this. I don't know. You may rant right here. There's a game tonight, Thursday night game. Troy goes to Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina lost last week, and they're still in the top 25. I don't know how. They're a 17-point favorite tonight against Troy. Have you looked at this game at all, or should we just go on? I haven't really looked at it at all. I see the line is 17. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over. I think they're going to. I think they're going to win by more than 17. Okay. Yeah. I. I, I don't care about this one really. No, I, I, I don't. Either. I clicked on top 25. I'm like, really? They're still ranked? Why? It just shows you that. I mean, do you still well, have a ranked in your 25? Top they're 25? number 25. 
Okay. Well, you can't rant then. You've got them too. All right. We'll kick it off with Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma, 19 and a half point favorite this weekend against Texas Tech. I'm going to go pull up Joey's comment. You can talk about it after you give us the pick here. What do you think is going to happen in Norman this weekend? Same thing happens every week. Uh, they're going to uh, Texas Tech's going to go up and down the field on them, and Oklahoma's going to have to outscore them, maybe get a break or two to get a two touchdown lead. Bet 19 and a half at your own, at your own risk. I sure wouldn't. I, and I, after some of the comments I've heard from the coaches this week about the defense, I, I just I wouldn't even hesitate to bet Texas Tech in the points. So it's Texas Tech has fired their coach. So a new coach, Sonny Cumbie, okay. takes over, offensive coordinator, now the head coach. Probably mm-hmm. doesn't change a whole lot. I don't really. think so. No. Um, I don't know how you bet OU plus, uh, minus 19 and a no. half ever against anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Texas Tech team total is 24 and a half. I'm going to go over that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I do think OU scores in this game. If they don't, they're going to get beat. It's that simple. Oh, I think so too. Caleb Williams and this offense will have to play excellent for you to win this game. I think they will because I think this defense is atrocious of Texas Tech, but I think Tech gives them all kinds of trouble. Uh, So by the tone of how we're talking about this one, we're both taking uh, Texas Tech minus 19 and a half, uh, or plus, excuse me, 19 and a half. But by the tone, you could probably guess what Papa Dude's coming here. But Joey says, Papa, you think Caleb Williams can take us to the natty? No. No chance. No. You got to – one guy is not going to take you to the national championship. No. No. And I'm going to tell you something, Joey. He wasn't in it. He was not very good last week. No. He, I, don't, I don't care what anybody's talking about. He was not very good last week. There are many, many teams that would have beat the crap out of Oklahoma last week. In the first half – he was as bad as, as Spencer Rattler ever was. Yeah. And people are losing track of that. And if you listen real closely to, uh, to uh, Lincoln Riley, and you know coach speak, and you can read between the lines, and I'm not knocking Caleb Williams because he, he for a true freshman, is unbelievable. Yeah. He's not playing at the level that Oklahoma needs him to play yeah. in these upcoming games. He just not. So he's still missing plays, but he should be. He's a true freshman, mm-hmm. you know, so we can't expect him to do that. How many times is Arts Oklahoma going to win a game when you take the ball away from a running back who's dead stopped? Yep. Never seen it in my life and get a first down. How many times is that going to happen? Zero. It'll never happen again. Mm-mm. So, they got so many problems, they're going to have to get straightened out. And when you hear former players talking about this defense and how inept they are and how they don't know what they're doing, these players don't, and then you hear these coaches saying that they're not practicing hard, there's problems. Yep. There's problems. And then I'm hearing some of the seniors come out and say, yeah, we're not practicing very hard. We're going to have to start practicing hard. Mm-hmm. What kind of crap is that? I don't know. It's unreal. I, I've never heard anything like this in all the years I've ever followed Oklahoma football. It's crazy. 
It is crazy. I think leadership is a big problem with this team. It's starting to show itself. And the problem yeah. is, I think the leaders are all young. <laughs> you know, yeah. like Caleb Williams is kind of the leader of the team. He's a true freshman. Yeah, and I'm not knocking Caleb Williams. I mean, he's been phenomenal. Oh, no he question. saved the season. He has, no doubt. And as we go, we're starting to realize it, it wasn't a Spencer Rattler problem as much as it was an o, OU problem, right? It is. So I think that's the biggest problem. It's it's just you have to be elite to, to carry this team to victories as a quarterback because they're yeah. so bad everywhere else. I think he's capable, uh, and I think he he's he kind of is capable of pulling us through, but it's a lot to put on the shoulders of a true freshman. OU's losing somewhere. I don't think it'll be this week, but uh, no. he'll have to play great. If he doesn't play well, they will get beat in this game. Well, even if he plays well, they're going to have to start playing better on defense. Oh, yeah. Get through these last three games. They're not. Uh, yeah. It may not they're cost not them. Go, they're not going to Baylor and winning. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Russ has a question. Where's Hazelwood been? Well, Russ, he, he scores three touchdowns one week and he's, he, he's, he's gone the next Marvin Mims plays the best game I've ever seen a wide yeah. receiver play against Texas. He's nowhere to be found the next two weeks. I have no idea what they're doing at wide receiver. It's week to week. It's a schizophrenic team. As it far is. as that goes, you just have no idea. Uh, what you guys said on Monday about the culture needing to change makes more sense, more and more sense as you keep talking about OU. Yeah. No doubt. They, it seems like a lot of individuals and not a lot of team uh, down at OU right now. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, squeaky bum time every week for those guys, Jason says. And it will be again Saturday, I guarantee it. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll see. See what happens. I do think they win, but it's going to be a barn burner. Uh, all right, let's move on. Cincinnati, they, they squeaked by. Squeaking a speaky, squeaky bums. They, they squeaked by. Navy last week by a touchdown. They go to Tulane, uh, 26-point favorite Cincinnati is over Tulane. I, I think Tulane's kind of done. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, too. Kind of a tough line, though, 26 points. That's hard to hard to cover on the road. Cincinnati's starting to feel a little pressure, I think. Yeah. You know, they've not been in this kind of position. I'm a little scared of the line. You know, I think they win easy. But 26, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I think it's iffy. I think there's better games to bet on. If you make yes. me pick it, I will pick Cincinnati. But, uh, you know, the line's going to come down to luck, basically, on that yeah. one. All right, let's head on to East Lansing, Michigan. For my opinion, the game of the week. Undefeated Michigan, 7-0, ranked number six in the country. They're a four-point favorite at their arch-rival Michigan State, who is number eight in the country and number 7-0. Big-time game in the Big mm -hmm. Ten. Who you got here? I think that I, aren't you a little surprised the line is minus four? Yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah, I, I, I am. Um, man, this is going to be a heck of a game. Going to be a slugfest, I think. Yep. I think two teams going at one another. They hate each other. Uh, this is a good one. So, you know, I wrote down a lot of stuff here. Um, Michigan, 27 and a half. I, I can't see them scoring that much. Mm hmm. Say so, I definitely would bet Michigan under on that. Michigan State 23 and a half. That one, I think, I don't think I'm, I'm not sure they'll score that much either. Yeah. Um, the line I went, I the point spread I stay away from. I'm gonna go the over under mm -hmm. at 50 and a half. I'm gonna go under. I think that's this is gonna be a low scoring game. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking. 
21 to 17, something like this. 24-21, maybe. Yeah. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. I do, too, and I'm with you. I would take the under uh, total of 50 and a half on this game. I'd go under that. And uh, if you made me take the point spread, I would take Michigan State getting points. Uh, I view this kind of like I viewed Iowa, Iowa State, kind of like I viewed Iowa State, Oklahoma yeah. State. going to be a hell of a game. going to be close. Give me the team that's getting the points. And at home, Michigan State, with uh, I, I got it at four and a half. It's now down to four. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll take Michigan State. A lot of Michigan State uh, support on here. Go green, go white, according to Magic. Sparty, Russ is with uh, with them as well. F. Harbaugh, go Sparty. Uh, <laughs> and then Dennis says, did either of you think Michigan or Michigan State? Yes. Okay, go ahead. I did. You thought Michigan Oh, would be I got made fun of, too, mm-hmm. in my preseason top 25. I didn't think they'd be this good. I think I had them 17. Yeah. Um, but I thought with their schedule – they had a shot. Michigan State, no. Yeah. No way did I think they would be. They are a total surprise yeah. to, to everybody. Well, so. Dennis, they're both are a total surprise to me, but Papa Dude did say Michigan will be good this year, and here they are with a chance to go 8-0 and and probably get into the top five with a win here. So oh, big-time game, big-time game. That's going to be a fun one, the 11 a.m. Yeah. kick. I hate that. I wish it was a night game. but Well, we can, listen. we can listen to it. That's true. We'll be listening to that on the way down to the OU game. All right, let's move on to another pretty big game in the Big Ten. It's not quite as sexy, but it's it's a big game over on that other side of the uh, of the conference. Iowa coming off a loss to Purdue and then a bye week. They're six and one. They're still ranked in the top ten. They go to Wisconsin, uh, four and three. They got a win over that Purdue team that beat Iowa. Uh, that Wisconsin beat Purdue last week. Uh, three and a half point favorite are the Badgers. What do you think here? This is impossible to assess, too. Yep. I mean, two teams that struggle mightily on offense. The over-under is 36 and a half. And that might be about <laughs> right. You know? It's low. <laughs> yeah, I don't Okay, you got an Iowa team that they they're, they just don't score much against anybody. Yeah. So – you know, you can't expect them to score much. Wisconsin seems to be getting a little bit better. They scored 30 on Purdue last week. At Purdue, I don't know if there's some turnovers involved or not. I went with Iowa's team score is 16 and a half. Mm-hmm. You almost have to try not to score 17 points in college football. I think, to me, that was the safest bet. So I took them to to go over the 16 and a half. And I think they're going to win. I really do. I don't know why, but I kind of think they're going to pull this one out. I think if they don't, I think their season's going to be tanked. I really, yeah, but I think it makes sense. They're going to bounce back. It's off a bye. Um, I'm going to take Iowa plus three and a half. I I look at it the same way. I look at the Michigan, Michigan state game. It's going to be a slug fest. Give me the Mm -hmm. team that's getting points and I was getting them. So I'm going to take Iowa plus three and a half. I, I think both games will be pretty similar. Both games at 11 a.m. Another one that we will be able to listen to mm-hmm. on the way down. Uh, next one, another 11 a.m. game. Texas, uh, they've lost a couple in a row after being back for the 80th time, and clearly they're not. They go on the road this week to take on number 16, Baylor, who's 6-1, and one, only lost came at Oklahoma State. Uh, Baylor, a three-point favorite here against the Longhorns. 
It's another big time game in the Big 12, especially for Baylor. What do you think? I found nothing to bet on this game. I didn't, I just didn't feel comfortable with anything in this one, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm from the old school where Texas always beat up on other Texas schools. Hadn't been that way in the last few years, you know. Mm-hmm. Used to back in the old days, you know, Texas would go in against another Texas school that was pretty good and they would beat them yeah. every time. You can't really play that line anymore. Baylor is getting production from their quarterback. He's playing really well. They got a running back that's good. They've always got receivers. And their defense is pretty good. Yep. They're three-point favorites. It's just so hard for me to bet against Texas in these kind of games. Uh, Baylor, if they win, still got a really good shot at the Big 12 championship because they haven't played Oklahoma yet. Mm-hmm. And they've got them next uh, – not next week because Oklahoma has a bye, but in two weeks they have a win over one of the other challengers, which is Iowa State. Now Oklahoma State has beat them, so that could throw a monkey wrench into things. I I, I just don't have a pick, Aaron. I, there's no – I looked at the, the team totals and I could see that happening. Of uh, the over under, I see that happening. It could be high scoring. If I had to bet anything, I would bet under the over under. Yeah, I, I I don't think it's gonna be as high scoring as people think. 61, 61 and a half is a lot, and and yeah. Baylor's really not a high powered offense. Mm-mm. Texas has been at times. I'm leaning towards Baylor minus the three here. I don't know. It's such a toss-up game, uh, but I'm, I'm with you. I thought the I thought the well, team told me. Let me, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. as an OU fan, are you rooting for Texas? No, you're not. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm rooting I for am. Baylor. I am. I am. Why? Well, Texas is pretty much out of the Big Twelve championship. Yeah, picture. We got to go to Baylor in a couple of weeks. I don't want to go down there with Baylor being seven and one. I'd rather be going down there with their six and two and with two losses in the conference. That's yeah. my angle. Well, I see your point there. You kind of stop the momentum of Baylor, but yes. I mean, damn, eventually we have to go play a good team. You know, <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm, all these that's why I'm suck. trying to get all of the <laughs> angles I can see. Eventually, we have to go play somebody decent and beat them. So. Yeah, I, I want to go play a wounded animal rather than one that's fully healthy. Yeah, you know, I'd rather go play the wounded one. So, well, I'm still <laughs> going to take Baylor minus three. I, I think I don't. I don't know Texas. I don't know. I, I well, it, it'll be funny if they lose because they'll be four and four. They still haven't played Iowa State. That could be a loss. Would not not be hilarious. Yeah, that would be funny. That would be very <laughs> funny. But also kind of sad that they had us beat and should have beat us, and it took a miracle oh, to beat them. So two ways to look at that. All right, it let's a go. Miracle to beat Kansas. Well, that's that's also true. Maybe even more funny, of a miracle. One other thing, it's so funny. You know, we hear all this crap about Sooner Magic. Sooner Magic. <laughs> well, you won't hear anything about this game against Kansas being Sooner Magic when that was the most Sooner Magic I think I've ever seen. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but it was so embarrassing that they can't mention that. Right. Yeah, that won't go on the highlight reel, that's for sure. Right. Uh, all right, let's let's move on. 
Pittsburgh, they're starting to build a case here. They're six and mm -hmm. one. They're up to number 17. I they're you know, they've got a great shot to, to win mm -hmm. the ACC, in my opinion. Nine point favorite this week against a Miami team who's not very good. Nope. So what do you think about this one? Well, they have a letdown after they beat Clemson. That might be something to look at here. Uh, and even though Clemson's not very good, they're still the king. They were the king in the ACC, and it went over them as big time. So will they have a letdown? And will they start feeling pressure? Because they're not in this position very often. Yeah. So that's two things to look at on the line. If it was in Miami, I definitely would take Miami in the points. But I think Pittsburgh's for real. They've got a great quarterback. Miami got a big win last week. Can they parlay that into another great effort? I don't know. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Yeah, I will too. I'm going to take Pittsburgh minus the nine. I, I hate Miami. I just don't think they're very good. So I think Pittsburgh minus the nine here makes a lot of sense. All right, let's move on. Iowa State, uh, they got a big win, but now they go on the road, take a trick or to face a tricky, not very good, but it's tricky when you go up there, West Virginia team. Iowa State is seven-point favorite here on the road at West Virginia. Uh, huge game for the Cyclones. Where are you leaning here? This is dangerous for Iowa State. Very dangerous. Coming off a huge win over Oklahoma State. They're back in the hunt, you know, in the Big 12. They always get better under Matt Campbell. Play well at the end of the year. West Virginia uh, coming off a big win. Last week, one that a lot of people didn't think they'd get, thumped TCUs, thumped them. Mm -hmm. They're not awful. We saw them. They're not terrible. You know, they're they're not bad. This one is one Iowa State better watch. Seven points. I think I would take West Virginia in the points, but I think Iowa State's going to win. I'm with you. I took West Virginia plus the seven. I just, I just don't have confidence in Iowa State winning games any more than about seven points. So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll stick with that angle and take West Virginia plus the seven. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll go on. Biggest game of the year so far for Georgia coming up here. The world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Georgia and Florida meet up in Jacksonville every year. This year, the Dogs are a 14-point favorite over the Gators. I don't know. That's a lot of points in a rivalry game. What do you think of this one? Well, I don't think Florida's very good. I really don't. I, I, other than the fact it's a rivalry game and crazy things happen sometimes in these games, I don't give Florida much of a chance. Do you? I don't give them any chance to win. I do give them somewhat of a chance to maybe cover this. I think some crazy things are going to have to happen for them to cover it. Like Georgia's going to have to give them some points somewhere along along the line. Um, definitely, I looked a lot at the over-under at 51. Mm -hmm. and I think, because I looked it up, and in Georgia's three last three games, um, the over-under has been below 51. Yep. Because the other team can't score. Yep. You know, Florida's a little better offensively, I think, than those teams they've played maybe. But they run the ball a lot. How the hell are you going to run the ball on Georgia? No one has figured that out yet. Mm -mm. So I would take the over-under, and I'd take the under at 51, and I would bet Georgia to beat them by more than 14 if I was betting. That's what I took as well. I took under 51 total points here. I, I just don't think you're going to see a lot of points scored in this game. Uh, I, I believe this is possible. Jason says Georgia by 13, backdoor cover from Florida. It has that kind of feel, right? Rivalry mm -hmm. game. 
I don't think Florida's going to quit. I think they're going to keep pushing. So I, I could see it. Yeah, which Florida quarterback shows up? Sometimes, sometimes they get production. Sometimes they don't. I, it, do, it doesn't matter. I would be very worried to go up against Georgia with no quarterback. I would put it that way, or with a quarterback that's inconsistent. I'd be so. kind of worried to go up against them with a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, that's my nightmare. Uh, somehow OU gets good. in the playoff and has to play Georgia. <laughs> nah, don't worry about that. Well, I, yeah. I, I stay up at night worrying about it. Uh, Dennis says, besides <laughs> Baylor, West Virginia has been within one possession of every that's loss right. of right, at OU – they were going down to win, and they snapped the ball over the quarterback's head, or they would have won that game. So, Inner magic. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Russ uh, is taking uh, Georgia. Uh, how, how about this? Look at uh, Florida team total, 16 and a half. Uh, Georgia has allowed, hasn't allowed 16 points in any game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're taking the under total, 51 and a half, but I, I don't think that's a bad bet either, no. obviously. Uh, I think mm -hmm. that's good. So at 16 and a half. Uh, Florida uh, going under there. Take a look at that. I agree with Dennis on that comment. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, we don't have to talk about this one. The Oregon uh, will take care of Colorado this week. I put Colorado under 10 and a half on the team total because <laughs> they're just awful offensively. They are. Uh, Wake Forest and Duke. I put Wake Forest over 21 and a half uh, team total for the first half. Uh, That's Duke's pretty good, yeah. Boy, Duke's bad. Duke is so bad defensively. Mm -hmm. I think they rack up the points. Not, not a lot to talk about on that one either. Here's one we need to discuss. So Ole Miss, number 10 in the country, 6-1, and one, only loss came to Alabama. Goes to Auburn, number 18 at 5-2. and two. Their two losses aren't too bad either. It came to Georgia and Penn State. Auburn, a two-and-a-half-point favorite here. What do you think, Tigers or the Rebels? This is going to be a tremendous game, Three. I think. Yep. Uh, both of them still have a shot. At the SEC West, mm -hmm. Auburn a better shot than Ole Miss simply because Auburn still has a chance to beat Alabama. And if Auburn can stay with one loss and then beat Alabama, you know, they're still in the hunt. Ole Miss lost to Alabama, so that really hurts them. Crimson Tide would have to lose another game yeah, somewhere along the line, which could happen if Auburn beat them. And then there's Ole Miss. So yeah, the implications in the SEC huge. West are huge. In this game, the loser's in trouble, for sure. The winner still has a shot. Bigger chance for Auburn because of the head-to-head -head situation. Great game coming up. Tremendous uh, rivalries. I mean, you know, these SEC teams don't like each other. I took the over-under again, and I'm going to go under the 66. And the reason is I looked it up, and all the SEC games that these, te these two teams have played, except one, and that was the Mississippi-Auburn game. The total combined point totals in all the SEC games that these teams have played have mm -hmm. not reached 66. So, and if you've noticed the last couple of weeks, Ole Miss is not scoring like they have. They got 31 against Tennessee and 31 last week against, uh, who the heck was it, LSU. So they're not scoring like they did. And Auburn's not an offensive machine. So... I like the I like the under 66 in this one. Who do I think is going to win? I don't think Auburn's that good. But I don't know that Mississippi thinks they can go beat them. Yeah. But I'm going to take the Rebels to upset Rebel. I'm I'm going to make the same bet of under 66. I, I don't think it gets there. Uh, I will take 
Gosh, I was back and forth on this one. The line now down to two and a half. I'll take Auburn. I think Auburn gets it done. And, and Russell hate that pick because he says Ole Miss money line. Auburn is a fraud. So <laughs> I don't know. I'll take Auburn. I think they're going to get it done at home. Uh, I'm still not sold on Ole Miss. I think they might be a fraud too a little bit. They, might. they probably so, both are. Yeah, they both they both kind of have been exposed when they play the elite type teams. And the Jay says, don't bet it. Half dozen white claws, sit back and enjoy the fireworks. Well, <laughs> yeah. I could be talked into that. No question yep. about it. Um, gosh, that's it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. Yeah, I, I went back and forth on that one, but in the end, I will take Auburn. All right, let's move on to the next one. This is, I think this has upset written all over it here, or at least the possibility of an upset. Kentucky 6-1 and one, coming off a bye after losing to Georgia. They go on the road to take on Mississippi State. Uh, four and three, they're not great, but uh, pretty tough at home. Michigan's, or excuse me, Kentucky, just a one and a half point favorite here. Uh, where are you leaning in this one? Well, this is another game where you've got a team that's not used to being six and one. Yeah. You know, and they got a chance to have a tremendous season for Kentucky. You know, the, 10 wins at Kentucky is, you know, that's really good. Mm-hmm. These are the games you have to win if you're going to win 10 games. You got to win these. Yep. Mississippi State is not bad. I I hope Kentucky wins. I'm really rooting for them. I think Mississippi State's going to upset them. Yeah, this is this is we talked about this with Kentucky. It's like okay, you you played Georgia tough. You really you really did. But now, can you go can and win you? a game like this? This yeah. is the big challenge. These are the games that get you to that ten win mark, which is the next step they're trying to take. I'm going to take them. I, I think Kentucky gets it done here. I, I, I really do. I, I, I moved think my butt off for them, I'll tell you for sure. I think they've grown up enough <laughs> to get the job done. I think yeah, the safest bet – what's that? They're pretty good. I, I think quarterback-wise, they're good enough. Uh, I think the safest bet is to go over this 47 line uh, uh, total, team to, or, uh, mm-hmm. total period. <laughs> over the 47, I think that'll happen. I think there's going to be some points in this game. So that would be my first bet. Kentucky would be my second one. All right, let's go to Stillwater real quick. Uh, we talked about this. Kansas played the game of their life last week. Can they get up again? They go on the road to take on Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State still undefeated, 30-and-a-half-point favorite uh, for Oklahoma State. Uh, what do you think? I think they I think they beat that easy. Everybody I else think. has, except the number of whatever they are, team in the nation. Yep. My lock of the week is Oklahoma State minus 30 and a half. So we'll get to that when we get to the top five. Another big game at SMU. Uh, they're 7-0. They're undefeated. They got a tough challenge here at 6-1 Houston. Uh, this is even. It's a pick em game here. Does SMU get the job done at Houston? Well, I watched both teams a lot last week. Um, SMU played Tulane. Which I don't like a Friday night. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I got to watch yep. it so much. Very impressed uh, with uh, SMU last week against Houston or against uh, Tulane. Then I watched uh, Houston late Saturday night. It was late because of a weather delay. And I had Houston to cover 13 and a half, which they didn't. So I'm kind of biased this week because they really made me mad. I wasn't very impressed with them offensively, though. And early in the week, Houston was a one-point favorite in this game. And there's still a book or two in Vegas where you can get them at one point. 
Um, I think SMU's going to win easy. I really do. And both of us took SMU's team score, and we went over the 30 and a half. Yep, I think that's the best bet, over 30 and a half. I think it's going to be a wide-open shootout type of game. But in the end, I, I do think uh, I do think SMU gets over that 30 and a half. As far as who wins, who loses, gosh, I think SMU is better. I think I'm going to go SMU to win this game. And you know, Aaron, a lot of people are saying that the SMU coach, Sonny Dykes, mm-hmm. is a lock at Texas Tech. Yeah. Why would he leave SMU and go to Texas Tech? Yeah. I mean, isn't, uh, isn't SMU going into the Big 12? Uh, SMU, supposedly, yes. Okay. They're in a power conference. I think you can win easier at SMU than Texas Tech. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I would I would say at SMU. <laughs> hey, definitely. You're in that Dallas area. You've got it going. Yeah. You know, and you can still get these Oklahoma transfers to come down there and be stars because they're yep. not good enough to play at this wonderful team. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would stay, I would stay right there at SMU if I was, mm-hmm. if I was him for sure, but we'll see, you know, we'll see money might have a lot to do with it as well. That's true. That's true. All right. I'm going to kick it to you and I got to go let this dog out going crazy, but uh, I'll be back before you're done. I promise. Uh, yeah. so, you State, want me to do this uh, last two? Do, do what? You want me to do this Penn State? and? No, I'll introduce Penn State. You talk and I'll be back before you're done. I promise. Okay. All right. Penn State goes on the road. Uh, this week after an upset loss against Illinois. They go on the road this week to take on Ohio State. Ohio State's got it rolling. They're an 18-and-a-half-point favorite. Does Penn State make this competitive is the big question. Well, they are Penn State, and they play extremely well on the defensive end. question is, can they have enough offense to make it close and keep Ohio State's offense off the field as much. That's the whole thing. I have no doubt that Penn State's going to come in mad. They're going to play good. Can they score enough? I don't think so. So Ohio State hasn't really played anybody during this stretch where they've been rolling up a lot of points. Now, Penn State can play defense, there's no doubt. 18 and a half, that's a lot of points uh, to cover against a good defensive team that could slow them down so i think ohio state wins pretty easy i'm not sure on that 18 and a half though i agree with everything you said as i didn't listen to a word of it uh, <laughs> uh i'll take ohio state at minus 18 and a half here i think penn state is kind of you, th- you think they're going to cover that i do i'm really really high on ohio state right now so that's where that is with me. Yeah, I do think they cover it. And God, Penn State could not have looked any worse. That's true. I think Ohio State's the type of team that can score on anybody. And I think Penn State, even though I don't think the Ohio State defense is kind of weak, I don't think the Penn State offense is good enough to hang with them. So I'm going to go what Ohio State minus 18 and a half. What do you think about this one? Uh, Ohio, oh, Penn State's team total is 20 and a half. You think they get there? They might get 21. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it like 42 to 21. Uh, well, Dennis says, hey, 18 and a half is a lot. Russ says Penn State comfortably. That is really surprising. Well, I think we're going to be a little surprised at Ohio State. I'm not sure they're quite as good offensively as we think. 
Well, and maybe I've blown them up a little too much. But I, I've yeah. seen this type of team before that loses one early, and they come back. And I just I just think, I don't know, I just think they're going to play really, really well in here. Um, all right, let's move on. North Carolina <laughs> and Notre Dame. This is your lock of the week. Notre Dame only a three-and-a-half-point favorite. So give us your thoughts on that one. I, I I don't understand this line. I again, I I don't understand it. I, North Carolina is not very good. You know, they're not very good, and they've lost to some pretty bad teams. North Carolina has, and they're coming into South Bend. Somebody, please, that's on the chat, explain to me why it's only three and a half. Because I don't know. I, this just jumped out at me when I saw, you know, when I go through these lines on Sunday and or, or late Sunday night, some of them don't come out till later. And I saw that I looked at it about 15 times before I thought, wow. And it hasn't changed either. Mm-mm. I don't get it. I think they win by 20, maybe. I, I, North Carolina has just been a, such an overrated team all year, and now they're going to go to South Bend and play them within a field goal? I don't think so. I don't either. I'm going Notre Dame all day, minus three and a half. I, I, I'd probably take them at minus seven and a half. I might take them at minus ten and a half. Yeah. 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 And, then, and then Ricky chimes in. Hello, Ricky. Ricky type chimes in and says, seems, uh, uh, seems like the high total, 62 and a half. Notre Dame doesn't score much. What do you think about that? 62 and a half does seem like a lot of points. Yeah, North Carolina does score. Yeah. I don't think they're going to. And now I think that's too high. I do. Yeah, I do too. I'm looking 31 17, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Vegas is begging for action on North Carolina. I know this is like our weird line of the week, right? Yeah. Last yeah. week was the Raiders in Philadelphia. Uh, but the thing is, uh, to Ricky's to, to kind of combat Ricky's point or, or rebut Ricky's point is North Carolina can score. They can. And they also give up a ton of points. So they do. I still think sixty-two and a half is a little bit large. I think Notre Dame will be able to slow them down enough. So yeah. Um. All right. You want to have any thoughts on Virginia at BYU? BYU back in the top twenty-five after a couple wins. Two and a half point favorite here. Any thoughts on this one? Well, look at there. Virginia six and two. Yeah, I know it. How many people Quietly. in the country know that? You know, they do have two conference losses, so it really hurts them in the ACC. I think yeah. BYU bounces. They won, they, they won last week. I think they're going to win. Two and a half, I think they cover that pretty easy. I'm with you. I think they bounce back. I've watched a lot of Virginia. It, it, you know, it, it's like, I don't think they're great. No. I'm going to go BYU here. Um, all right. Final one, Fresno State goes on the road to take on San Diego State. San Diego State's still undefeated up to number 21. They're a one-point favorite here against Fresno State. This is going to be a hell of a game, I think. Uh, I think the line's about right. I think it's going to be really, really close. What did you What did you go with here? Well, when you look at the two teams' schedules, it's not even close comparing them. Mm-hmm. Fresno has played a, a decent UCLA team and Oregon which is top 10 team, I believe, got beat by a touchdown. They beat UCLA. San Diego State's best win is over Air Force, which is a, is a good team, but it's not – I think UCLA probably could beat Air Force. I think Oregon could probably beat Air Force. I think the bubble comes off 
for San Diego State. They're going to drop out of the undefeated ranks. I think Fresno is going to win. Yeah, I could see it happening. Uh, you know, this is one. I, I went team total 23 and a half for San Diego State. I think they get over that. I think they give up a lot of points in this game. I think it's a higher scoring game than that 44 and a half total uh, suggests. So uh, I don't know. I I think it's going to be one or two points one way or the other. I think it's going to come down to like a field goal. Uh, I'll go San Diego State just to be different, but I do think 23 and a half uh, over for San Diego State team total. I think that's well, a pretty good bet. I'll tell you this. If they win this game, they suddenly have a great chance to go undefeated because they, that's to me, Fresno State's the best team they're going to play in the Mountain West. Yeah. They still have Nevada, which is pretty good, and they, but they come there and they've got Boise, but they come there. The other dangerous game for San Diego State is a trip to Hawaii, mm -hmm. which is always a tough, tough uh, trip because of the distractions when you get to Hawaii. Yeah, that'll be that'll be the tough one for them for sure. But um, I, I don't know. I, I I think San Diego State's better than what people think. I know a lot of people here are like, oh, they're off. They're the worst undefeated team, and they might be, but. And I'm with I'm with Dennis here. He is where he is. Fresno State hasn't looked the same since that UCLA game. They haven't really played that well the last couple of weeks. I agree. Right. So we'll they see. Yeah, be last week though, that's a good win. Oh, that was a good win last week, no doubt. And and we'll see. I, I think this is going to be a very tight game. And I do think it's San Diego State gets over that 23 and a half mark. All right, let's move on to the last thing we'll do each week. It is the top five. I'll go ahead and put yours up there now. You're 18 and 12 on the year. I had another good week last week uh all right go over your five there well i think we've talked about almost all of them uh yeah. we'll do this real quick i think notre dame covers easy that's my lock of the week six and two now and in, in locks of the week uh clemson no we didn't talk about this one i don't think look how again i don't get it their point total is 27 and a half their total team point total 27 and a half yep they haven't done that all year, except against one good, one team, and that was a South Carolina State, which is an FCS school. So I've got them under 27 and a half against Florida State, a team that's getting better. They're playing better. Uh, SMU over 30, 30 and a half. I've got the under on Mississippi uh, Auburn, and then I've got the under in the Michigan Michigan State game. I'm pretty confident about three of those, not real confident in the other two. Well, I, I, I'm, I think it's a pretty good list. I, I really do. I, I think the Notre Dame game makes a lot of sense. Clemson, obviously. Well, what really concerns me is I used to do point spreads, and now look what I'm doing what you do. That's Well, and you've been having success, so that's <laughs> <laughs> that's No, fault. so why am I doing this? I don't know. But I didn't really like very many of the point spreads this week. I thought the point yeah. spreads were very tricky this yeah. week. Uh, and by the way, I have a shitty record still, but – Hey. All of the last two weeks since we went to these team totals, it's yes. turned around. So let's hope All right. uh, we can we can keep it going uh, here. So I went Oklahoma State minus 30 and a half as the, as the number one pick. I, I think Kansas comes back to reality. And I think Oklahoma State will be ready to play, uh, which is something that they did not face last week in Oklahoma. Uh, over for the uh, Rams team total of 30 and a half. Over for Cincinnati, 27 and a half. The Titans over 23 and a half. And I'm with you. I think SMU goes over 30 and a half. So mm -hmm. um, there you go. There's my five there. 
and we'll see if we can get four or five more winners like last week. That was that was fun. That, that was a lot more fun than, than than it had been for me. I'll I think that. your goal is to get to five hundred. Well, what do you I think I can do? It. You go four and one this week. You're at sixteen and nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Four and one the next week. You got it. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just. I'm not gonna get ahead of myself. We're gonna that, take it, hey, we're gonna take it one week at a time. Well, yeah, that's what you have to do. <laughs> one game at a time. Uh, yeah, one game exactly. One game at a time. One game yeah. at a time. All right, let's. Is Magic still there? Uh, we'll see. We're sending out a, a feeler for Magic if he's well, there. He wanted to know, he wanted to have a rant. I've got one, but it's and I'll make it quick. I promise, because okay. I know you guys are swamped. Yeah, There's I was going to say that. We'll say. Let me read a couple comments here. So, got okay. around looking forward to all the Beaters Cup stuff next week, Russ. Yes, right. we are definitely putting that together now. Working on that together now. So, uh, yeah, be ready for that. It's definitely, it's definitely coming. All right. I don't know if Magic is here or not, but uh, go ahead well, with he, your rant. He can, he can watch it later. Yeah. Uh, my rant is, I'm very upset about something. Okay this blasting these guys up in space <laughs> okay is bothering me a lot okay because i don't know why the hell they're doing it i don't what's gained by this except he's spending a fortune on this stuff right right am i missing something it's space tourism is what it is really yeah, that's what they're calling it. Like, it's just the experience of going up in space. It's like five minutes. How about you take this money and give it to St. Jude's Hospital? <laughs> it's a bunch of millionaires doing nothing, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. And then all this crap on William Shatner getting to go up in space and how wonderful that is. Do people not realize William Shatner played a character right. going into space? Is is that what this? I mean, okay, he he's an actor, right? I don't give two shits that William Shatner got to go up into space. That's my rant. Maybe Magic can put that on at the end. Maybe he'll disagree with me. I just don't get it. I, all of this, you know, people are going hungry in this country, right? You know, have you have you been anywhere where the homeless are all over the damn place? <laughs> Right. Well, you get these million billionaires, whatever the hell they are, blasting their ass up into space. Yeah. Why don't you give your money to something that you can help people instead of patting yourself on the back? I mean, it's your damn money. You can do what you want to with it. But I mean, I, I've heard about this, and I, I did see where he went into space, and everybody was making a big deal about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know. Have you not thought about it? Have I not thought about going into space? No, no. How big a waste of money this is. No, I haven't given it a lot of Would you go up in space? Hell, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If it was $5, I wouldn't go. No. I got other things that thrill me a hell of a lot more than that. (laughs) Now, this would be good. The answer is this. Dennis says, does Papa Dude have a Twitter? The answer is no. Maybe I need one. I really think he needs one. Dennis, you know the uh, type of people, I'll say, that's on there. He he would have a field day with some of these, these uh, uh, you know, guys that hide behind their keyboards. It would be pretty darn funny if he had one. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think he would, I would get calls. Can you believe this guy? He's like, yeah, I've known this guy forever. Well, this is what I was does. watching something the day this happened and, and it's been what a week or two ago. And I was so pissed off. I couldn't already sleep the rest of the day because I'm thinking, I don't give a shit that William Shatner got to go up in space. I don't care. I mean, he's 90 years old. I think he should be celebrating that. I guess the fact that he got up there and didn't die in space is pretty cool. I guess. I, I, I'm with you. It's like I, I didn't. It didn't bother me, but, you know, it was, just, it was definitely. <laughs> okay. No one's agreeing with me, so. No, I don't, I don't feel like anybody's with you on this, on this space now, grant. Um, no, I just think it's stupid. And also, I think it's kind of downgrading to NASA. Well, I, I think NASA never really looked at it as like, I wonder if these rich people would like to be shot into space for five minutes so they come straight down. They yeah, put that to the table and they're like, no, there's no way somebody's going to pay for that. I mean, <laughs> is NASA building the rockets? No. Well, that's a downgrade to NASA. Hell, anybody can build a rocket, evidently. Oh, I, I guess they're not building it. I thought, this I was thought it was a great thing that we were building rockets and shooting up to the moon and all that. And NASA was the greatest thing ever. Obviously, anybody can build one. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> it is interesting. I, I, I you know, uh, here you go. There you go. Jason says he agrees. Turning oh, NASA yeah. into the postal hey, service. I'm so old that I can remember when they were shooting these rockets off, and it was the biggest deal ever. And at school, we'd go watch the rockets blast the whole damn school. I'd go down to the auditorium and watch the blast offs. And you know, I'm thinking to myself, poor old NASA. I thought they were the greatest things ever. Now anybody can do it. Those were the days. Those maybe the racing the dudes need to start blasting off into space. Maybe, maybe we should. Yeah, maybe we should. Okay, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, moral of the story, do not bath, uh, blast off into space. But if we can help you with your sports bets, this is the place <laughs> to be. <laughs> hey, we try to have fun on here. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I, you know, again, I, I, uh, I heard Howard Stern talking about the space thing. Actually, did he think it was dumb? He thought it was ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Me yeah. and Howard are a lot of like. Well, let me rephrase. <laughs> and he, well, he thought specifically the William Shatner thing was was really ridiculous. How the media was covering it. <laughs> yes. It's He's like, a character. Guy's... He's a character. He's not yeah. real. He's not an astronaut. He's not a Star Trek man. was fiction, science fiction. Right. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, thanks for all the nice comments, buddy. You're one yeah. of my favorites, and you know that. Yeah, Isaac. Uh, Isaac uh, says, "Congrats, to Mike, and you guys. Thanks for all you do." Yeah, uh, Isaac was the manager on the uh, basketball team at Sircox. The best ever, by the way. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, yeah, I saw him a few. I only went to a few games. I always see him on the bench. Very good supporter of Sircoxy. So, thank you, Isaac, uh, for for coming in. Uh, yes. And watching today. We'll see sure. you. See you Monday night, Isaac. Yeah, that's right. Monday night, we will be back. I didn't and get that. Could you try again to segue this? So. That'll do it for us today. Thank you guys for joining us. You guys had a, a, you know, a, lot, of, a lot more comments today, a lot more uh, going on as we got a big, big weekend of college football. So I want to thank everybody for showing up again today. And uh, like I said, we'll be right back on Monday night uh, recapping everything that happened this week. And then also 
Uh, it is Thursday, which means Magic Mike show coming up soon. They'll come up in about oh, three hours. And then uh, Bleaker's off also just a little bit after that. I'm sure there'll be a lot of Breeders' Cup pre-entry talk going on on those two shows. So, all right, guys, that's going to do it for us. I'll tell you what, I'm going to play this video one more time to end the show. and That'll be our outro music once again today. So thanks, everybody. And we'll see you right back here on Monday. Thanks, guys. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go? Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit.